Amazon's annual Alexa launch event is coming up on Thursday. And if it's anything like past years, it's going to be a busy day. I'm Ben Fox Rubin, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining me today is David Priest, who covers all things Alexa here at CNET. Hey, man, how's it going? Doing all right. How are you? I'm doing okay. Uh, so what are you really hoping to see tomorrow? What's what's your expectation from let's let's start with the Echo lineup? Yeah, sure. Um, so last year, I mean, this is an interesting year because last year you had sort of a shotgun blast of Alexa devices that we were kind of expecting to see. You know, we we thought we saw the Echo Show 5 come out during the summer. We knew that there were going to be some speakers and displays that were going to be rounding out their product lines. This year is not really the same. We already have you know, multiple generations of displays and speakers out. We already have the kind of baby bear, mama bear, papa bear version of the display and the speaker. So everyone can find that just right device for them. Um, So, you know, as far as displays and speakers go, I don't think that we're going to see any huge revamps or huge, you know, surprises in terms of those devices. What, What we might see is, uh, you know, some added polish or added features like we got with the Echo Dot with Clock last year, where they took an existing device and kind of added a, you know, convenient feature on top of it. Um, yeah, one of the one of the few that they didn't update last year, if I remember correctly, was the Echo Spot, which is which is looking a little stale at this point. The thing is, is that you could argue that the Echo Show, uh, the newer Echo Show, has kind of replaced that anyway. Uh, the other thing that you didn't yet mention were some of the mobile elements uh, for Echo, so that it, it includes the the auto. Uh, hardware, that gizmo that you put in your car, in addition to some of the weirder stuff like the glasses and and a ring, like an actual ring you put on your finger. And usually they they tend to have these types of oddball items, whether it's a wall clock or a microwave or a ring. So I would also expect to see some of those. Uh, just they they really love like throwing spaghetti on the wall. I would I would for argue. sure. For sure. And and one thing that's always interesting about them too is you know Amazon is really willing to both abandon a device that's just not working you know i I remember testing out the original echo tap which just you know kind of got left behind um and that very well could happen with the echo loop or something like that from last year uh yeah that's the ring yeah but also if uh if there's a product that they sort of throw out there and it does stick to the wall they're very willing to kind of lean into that and so if they're you know, if they think the frames are doing really well, we could see some expansion uh, of those products, you know, so they're not just sort of limited release, it sort of expands and gets uh, a little bit more wide reach in their release, um, or even new versions of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what they do. Uh, it's always it's always exciting. And there's some surprises there. So do you think that the, and I've written versions of the story in various times over the years, do you think the lineup has gotten way too confusing? Like you talked about the tap, they actually discontinued the tap, but like now they have like a very long list of Echo items. Uh, and some of them are really niche, like the Echo Glow, which I think is like a nightlight. Uh, yeah. so, so is it time for them to like shrink it down and kind of focus or... 
you know, <laughs> they're just going to keep doing what they've been doing, which is, you know, let's throw out as many products as we can think of. So, you know, I, I think that there definitely is reason for them to focus their core lineup. And I think they've done that with speakers and devices uh, and in a couple of other categories as well, you know, with the with the Eero Wi-Fi and stuff like that. So they have routers, you know, and they have the ring doorbells. So they have those core devices with, with each of those properties and they have slightly different branding for some of them. Uh, but those those core lineups don't really get damaged or you know muddled uh, by the addition of a bunch of extra things that they're trying out, like the Echo Auto and the frames and uh, you know the Glow uh, and things like that. So I, you know I think it's I think that they have actually done a pretty good job of distinguishing between their core lineup of devices that they're definitely going to be trying to get everybody to get during the holiday season. And the ones that they're just sort of putting out there to see if there's interest, if they want to expand it, if people would buy it, if they put it out there. So I think that we're going to still see that that differentiation. I think there's going to be a category of devices like the microwave from a couple of years ago where they're just putting it out there to see if people are interested in it. Um, but I think that there, there should be at least a couple of those core devices that they're definitely going to focus on and... And those are the devices where they focus on uh, release dates and they focus on, uh, you know, saying we're going to roll this out in time for holidays so that people yeah. will buy them, you know? Yeah, it's a it's like, let's get the butts in the seats type of thing. Exactly. We got we to gotta move this product during the holiday season. Uh, let's shift gears for a second and talk about privacy. So privacy was a very important element throughout 2019 related to all voice assistants. One of the main reasons that it got knocked off of the front page in, in the tech world is obviously because of uh, the pandemic, because the pandemic has really overwhelmed a lot of things. That doesn't change the fact that privacy continues to be an issue that Amazon, I think, needs to address. So do you think that they've done a good enough job so far in addressing privacy and kind of tightening the bolts there? Would you expect them to do more in this area? Uh, what, what are your thoughts there? Uh, <laughs> that's a big question. Um, you can sort of take that question almost category by category. In terms of voice assistance, I think that Amazon has increased some of their transparency in terms of what they are listening to and what they're not listening to, uh, what they're recording and what they're not recording. Um, I think that that you know, I think that they definitely focused on that last year at this event. Um, but what really became more of a sticking point with privacy in the last year since the event was uh, some of the stuff going on with Ring. And so I would expect them to talk privacy much more explicitly with Ring this year. Uh, and it probably won't be as big a focus. So, like specifically related to like um, their their connections with with local police departments. That's what you exactly. mean. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So connections with local police departments. Also, there's kind of you know it's never been implemented, but some of the facial recognition uh, software that they um, that they patented a year or two ago, and it seemed like they might roll it out and it might be in cooperation with police departments and police databases. Some pretty, pretty creepy stuff. Yeah. From, I remember writing about that a while back and, uh, the idea would be that you would, um, have, have a list potentially of, of, you know, criminal suspects that facial recognition software would be able to identify through various 
ring doorbells throughout uh, the neighborhood, which is like like ripped out of the pages of 1984. Uh, yeah, yeah, it raises all kinds of ethical issues for sure. And and I think that I think that even though that hasn't been rolled out or implemented, I think that it still is an open question as to what direction ring is going to go. And in this political climate, especially, you know, I think that that question is even more pressing, you know, than, than last year. Uh, and so I think there's going to be a lot of pressure for them to address that specifically with ring doorbells and their smart cameras. That's a great point. I, I do want to um, talk about ring hardware too. So maybe, maybe aside from those thornier issues, it kind of seems to me that Ring has already addressed so much of the market that it wants to address from a hardware perspective. It does lighting. It does, you know, security features. It's got the doorbell. I, I basically feel like it's got however many cameras it needs to have and all the lighting it needs to have. Do you have an expectation as far as like... Is there more hardware that they should be doing or could be doing, um, or kind of that product lineup has pretty pretty um, much become comprehensive at this point? I mean, to my mind, it seems fairly comprehensive. There, there may be again, you know, small generational upgrades. Um, what you've seen with smart cameras actually is there's a lot of pressure. You have companies like Wise, for instance, that's releasing a $20 smart cam or a $30 smart cam uh, that actually works with Alexa uh, in a lot of ways. And so you have a lot of pressure for these devices exactly where they are right now to remain where they are, but lower their prices. <laughs> you know, uh, I think that I think that a couple of those precedents have been set. And having a hundred fifty dollar, you know, smart doorbell or smart cam just seems too expensive in twenty twenty. So yes, we may see some small product upgrades. Uh, I, I think that that would be reasonable to expect. But I think the other big thing I would expect to see would be big changes in price, uh, or at least I would say that's something I hope to see. Yeah, which going back to what we were talking about before related to privacy, the lower the price is, the easier it gets for more people to buy it and more people who are already customers to buy more. So uh, it definitely those that, that privacy element does not go away. It actually becomes even more critical uh, when, when you're talking about doing that. So either way, hopefully we covered quite a few things for this event. It should be a really busy day, as I said, and I apologize for not warning people ahead of time that we were going to be triggering your Echo uh, devices a few too many times during this conversation. So thanks for your time, David. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge. You can read all of our Amazon coverage on CNET.com for The Daily Charge. I'm Ben Fox Rubin. And thanks for listening.